0: Hey, you're listening to Mix Front Page with Peter Movilla. Today we'll be discussing a paper titled Association between preoperative adenomyosis detection rate during pelvic ultrasonography and the specialty of the reading physician. In this paper, a total of 412 cases of histopathologically confirmed positive adenomyosis were identified between the years of 2011 to 2017. The objective of the paper was to compare the detection rate of adenomyosis when an ultrasound was performed by either a radiologist or a gynecologic expert sonologist. They identified a significant difference in the detection rate of adenomyosis, specifically when the ultrasound was performed by an expert gynecologic sonologist. We have a, with us today two of the leading authors, Dr. Ahmad McHale and Dr. Lori Hochberg, both from the University of South Florida. Thank you both for being here.
1: Thank you for the invitation.
0: Would well, love to jump right into it. First question: What was kind of your motivation for beginning this study?
1: Um, regarding adenomyosis, it's a very interesting disease. Uh, there is a; it's very common. We only know that it's about uh, present in thirty percent of hysterectomy specimens. Uh, I believe um, going to be uh, the prevalence is even uh, more than that. The initial idea about this study uh, came about when we had a lot of patients who are referred to us from um, other uh, physicians and they present with a normal ultrasound. So they have a lot of symptoms and their ultrasound report is completely normal. Um, So I tell the patient maybe we should repeat your ultrasound and we started to repeat the imaging study in our a uh, specialized gynecology uh, ultrasound unit, and we started to, f- to see finding. Initially, the patient was kind of hesitant for oh, why are we are repeating the study that I just did. But then I thought we better look at it into in a systemic way. So we started to do, uh, let's look on the detection rate for adenomas in, uh, in ultrasound.
0: Dr. Uh, Hoekberg, if we can go to you. Um, who was considered expert gynecologic sonographers in the study, and how does one become an expert gynecologic sonographer?
2: There are different pathways to become an expert uh, gynecologic imager, and I'll tell you about mine. I began as a um, OB/GYN resident, uh, general ob practitioner, and. Um, a few years into practice, I started working with my mentor, Dr. Anna Parsons, and she started to teach me about gynecologic imaging, and I loved it. And I started to focus my practice on gynecologic imaging and using it to help diagnose and manage patients with gynecologic problems. Just to talk about what is an expert, um, the AIUM is uh, stands for the American Institute of Ultrasound and Medicine. And it's really the group in the US that will make training guidelines and you can actually get credential to become uh, a gynecologic ultrasound um, practitioner here. And it has to do with completing residency, the amount of ultrasound exams per year, and also completing CMEs. Um, There's no definition of an expert. In Europe, the European Federation of Societies for Ultrasound in Medicine and Biology is the group that oversees ultrasound in Europe. And they have um, a definition of an expert sonologist. They have a level one, two, and three practitioner. And really it depends on the amount of ultrasounds performed, how many are done yearly, and really level three is someone who spends the majority of their time undertaking gynecologic ultrasound teaching, research, and development. So according to their definition, I am a level three expert.
0: Can you describe to us some of the sonographic findings that might lead you to suspect that a patient has adenomyosis based on the transvaginal ultrasound?
2: Adenomyosis, there are some typical features that are seen with ultrasound. And this slide is from the MUSA group, which stands for the Morphological Uterus Sonographic Assessment Group. This was a group of experts that came together to talk about typical findings Um, to create terms, definitions, and really standardize the description of ultrasound to describe different masses, including adenomyosis. So this schematic is borrowed from that group, and I'm going to go over some of the findings here, and then I'd like to show you some ultrasound images as well. So here are some typical findings of adenomyosis. so this is a uterus, this is a schematic picture of a uterus, asymmetric thickening of the myometrium, myometrial cysts, hyperechoic islands, band-shaped shadowing, subendometrial lines and buds, translesional vascularity, and either an irregular or interrupted junctional zone. So here are some ultrasound pictures that will also describe some examples of adenomyosis. So here is a uterus in the sagittal plane. This happened to be a saline infusion sonogram where fluid was put into the cavity because often the endometrium is difficult to define due to the interrupted junctional zone. So this is asymmetric thickening of myometrium. The anterior myometrium is much thinner than the posterior. This is a dramatic example. Also, fan-shaped shadowing is seen here. This is another picture of globular uterus. Again, notice how the endometrium is difficult to define, but it's here. Fan-shaped shadowing. Here's another example, uterus with myometrial cysts. Here's another globular uterus. Again, very indistinct junctional zone or not not present at all. Here's an example of subendometrial lines and buds. You can almost see the endometrium invading into the Mm. myometrium here. Here's a 3D picture of adenomyosis. So this is our sagittal view, transverse, and coronal image. And if you look at this picture here, this is actually an inversion of the coronal image. You can actually, this is the cavity. You can see the black endometrium invading right into the myometrium.
1: I would
0: love to discuss some of the results. If we can begin with table one.
1: Like six years worth of data. We only included hysterectomy specimens um, where it, at, um, it has adenomyosis on the pathology uh, specimen. We included all cases that might be incidental findings like, um, you know, cases are done for malignancy, for urogynecological indications. So we ended up including about 412 patients. And we looked back in the ultrasound reports for those patients and we compared uh, both groups, the one who done by radiology versus um, an ultrasound uh, gynecologist sonologist. So we compared both, and when you, when you look at table one, you're going to see that it's almost a homogenous group. So regarding age, uh, BMI, um, parity, history of prior sections it's almost there is no difference between the groups. The only little bit of a difference is, uh, is the rate. Um, and we've seen that uh, in the Zwa Entonologist group, there is a little bit of a significant difference in the white race. Um, we believe that this is because of um, the setup of the practice, where uh, people with insurance get to be referred more to um, to the Zwa Entonologist group compared to, uh, for example, the resident clinic. Where they actually don't get that opportunity for uh, uh, imaging. Uh, We found that the detection rate in the uh, geoanthonologist group is about 55% compared to only 12% in the radiology group. Uh, This was the crude initial um, uh, values. After that, we did um, a logistic regression model. Uh, where we included um, all the factors that we think might contribute uh, to the difference, Um, regarding if there is fibroids, um, if there is um, uh, history of C-sections, all of these factors. And again, after controlling for all the variables, we still found seven times um, odds ratio of detection in the GYN sonologist group. Were there any surprising results from your study? So actually, one of the other surprises that we found that although we believe we are trying to do a great job, we still need to improve our detection rate. So although we are seven times more odds ratio, our crude detection rate was only 55%. Uh, where I think it should, um, you know, be higher than this. We also found that fibroids uh, actually decrease the detection rate uh, in both groups, in the radiology group and the GIWA and sonologist group. Um, we actually, this is an initial study that it will initiate our work in ultrasound detection for adenomyosis. So. It is, although uh, there is a lot of findings, but uh, there is a lot of things that we did not control for, including ultrasound machine, including uh, the ultrasound um, technician, including access to patient history, Um, so including also utilization of 3D ultrasound. So I think this is a thought-provoking findings that will help us Kind of, and give us some ideas on future studies.
0: Dr. Hockberg, now that we know what we need, how do you, I guess, advise or counsel that we get patients to see more expert gynecologic sonographers or at least have more of them available for our patients to read their ultrasounds?
2: So there's been some interest in um, really. Uh, Increasing or standardizing ultrasound curriculum for residency programs for residents in OBGYN. And this paper came out um, in January 2018. And this group is from the AIUM. And it's a really consensus report talking about what exactly should be covered during OBGYN residencies in regards to ultrasound training. And it breaks down per year. Um, what should be learned, what skills to understand for both OB and GYN ultrasound. So I think step one is to is going to be improving our ultrasound curriculum for graduating OBGYN residents. And then I also feel that understanding who is what physicians are performing your ultrasounds. So either the OBGYN physician themselves might be doing the ultrasound, which to me is the best way to understand these problems. Real-time imaging while the patient is there, asking them how they feel, getting a history, I think is what makes us understand this problem better and see it more often. Um, and I think, I think doctors like Dr. McHale, I'm so excited to work with him because we work together to help these patients. He's there, I'm there, we're both there. We look at the pictures together, it's the only way. Whereas taking pictures and reading from another room somewhere, you, you, I, think, I think you would miss a lot. Um, also, I think that if you are going to order ultrasound examinations, then I think it's, it's important to know what the experience is of that physician reading, whether they're a radiologist or an OBGYN physician that's a, an, an imager like me. Um, and one way, To know, I was thinking, how will you know what their experience is? Maybe you could go on the AIUM website and see if they're credentialed. And to me, even though there's no um, definition of an expert yet, if that doctor is credentialed in 3D GUI and imaging, most likely they have expertise in GUI and imaging. So maybe that'll help.
0: Well, thank you guys both for this very informative and honestly fun learning experience with this podcast.
1: Thank you for having
0: us. Thank you. Well, thank you guys all for viewing and look forward to seeing you guys for our next podcast.